Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, folks. Welcome to a brand new episode of Thanks for the Knowledge, Fanbyte's weekly news show rounding up the headlines in games and entertainment in one handy podcast. I am your host, head of Fanbyte Media, John Warren. It is my first time back in my home studio in nearly three weeks. And wow, I'm super excited to be um, with a, a, a good microphone and a good sound space. And uh, I've I've got a sparkling water and some applesauce. Listen, I'm moving slowly and i'm doing this on a monday morning which is rare anyway we have a lot to get to a lot of stuff happened this past week we have to talk about our top stories Nintendo's first Direct Showcase since E3 featured a ton of new game announcements and trailers, as well as some really surprising announcements that had the internet abuzz, so let's go through the entire thing. Uh, The very first announcement was the uh, upcoming Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak expansion, uh, which is new content in the form of like an Iceborne-style expansion from Monster Hunter World that is coming out in summer 2022. This game is still supposed to come out on PC, but nothing was said, of course because it's a Nintendo Switch presentation. Of course, of course, of course. Uh, Mario Party Superstars is getting some new uh, returning boards, and new is big, big, big quotation marks around new, because these are, if you remember this this game, Mario Party Superstars, it's basically all the old stuff. And yes, they just came out with Super Mario Party a few years ago with new stuff, and now they're like, what if we sold you all the old stuff again for 60 bucks? Anyway, uh, there's a minigame only mode with seven courses. Uh, Superstars will release on October 29th, so that's coming up soon. If you are uh, getting a hankering for playing very old Mario Party stuff with better graphics, then uh, you'll you'll probably want to pick this one up. Uh, Voice of Cards, The Isle of Dragon Roars is a new card RPG game from Nier creator Yoko Taro. Uh, Nier composer Keiichi Okabe is also on board. This game looks very cool. It looks a little bit different than I think folks were expecting. It's less of a active deck builder like 3D RPG and more of like a map building uh, Gwent slash Hearthstone like it's very very like direct with its card mechanics uh, but it looks very cool and folks that got to see uh, got to play it on there's a playable demo out on Switch right now uh, folks that got to play it say it was pretty cool it comes out on October 28th 
Uh, Disco Elysium, the final cut, is the director's edition of one of our very favorite games over here at fanbyte.com. It is getting a release on the Nintendo Switch on October 12th. A physical version will also be available, but not until early 2022. If you haven't played this game yet because you don't have a PC or a high-powered console, um, then you absolutely owe it to yourself to play this game. Not a combat-heavy game at all. It is actually just basically an adventure game with a ton of mechanics and a ton of different characters and conversations and branching uh, branching dialogue. And it's, I don't know, it's a really, really special game uh, with one of the best narrators I've ever heard in a video game. So you should definitely check that out. Um, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity is going to get a new DLC with new story scenes and a full ending to the game's alternate story. Uh, new characters will also join in uh, on the fight that comes out on October 29th. So busy October if you're paying attention so far. Uh, One of my favorite announcements of the entire showcase was Chocobo GP, which is a Chocobo racing game from the Square Enix folks. There are characters all from the Final Fantasy canon. I saw Vivi. I saw Steiner. Uh, I saw some of my favorite characters. Now, the stages in this thing look a little strange. They don't really look very Final Fantasy E. This looks like a bunch of Mario uh, Mario Kart cutting room floor stuff. But you know what? I'm a sucker for stuff like this, so I'll probably probably get my hands on it. It comes out in 2022. Uh, on October 5th, we will uh, get the reveal of the final Super Smash Brothers character. We thought going into the presentation that we might actually get the reveal at the Nintendo Direct, but no, uh, it is getting a Sakurai will do one final uh, Super Smash Brothers uh, showcase to show off the new character and also that character's mechanics on October 5th. That's right. There's nothing else. Uh, no more DLC for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. That is it. So uh, we have no idea what Sakurai is up to next. If there's going to be another Smash game, no idea. But uh, we will see what that final character is now. Uh, what are your bets? I'm going to say the Joust. The, the popular one is the Joust character from Joust, a very old video game. A lot of people are saying stuff like Master Chief or Goku. I think it's going to be kind of a Nintendo, a Nintendo-centric thing. Um, one of the uh, most impressive and uh, out of nowhere announcements for a lot of folks, even though the game was leaked uh, in some capacity about a day before the showcase came out, is Kirby and the Forgotten Land, which is a brand new 3D platformer in the Kirby canon. And uh, by everyone else's uh, notes, this is the first 3D platformer for Kirby. And it does look very cool. It looks very open, looks a little bit like maybe they took the uh, Bowser's Fury formula with Mario and applied it to Kirby, which I think is kind of a cool idea. This game is coming out in spring 2022 and it looks very cool. I think unanimously all of us thought this game looked really cool. So if you want to go check out a trailer for it, we have it up on our post uh, for the showcase at fanby.com. Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons will get its own Animal Crossing Direct in October, and they tease some of that stuff. Uh, we that we got some we got some roost uh, roost teases. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a pretty cool expansion, especially for folks who are uh, still playing Animal Crossing. I bounced off of that pretty hard after the first few months, uh, but if you have bounced off of it, this might get you back in. So in October, there will be an Animal Crossing Direct to go over all of the upcoming DLC and changes and things like that. So stay tuned. Uh, Koopa Troopa and Ninji are uh, new characters in Super and uh, Mario Golf Super Rush. Uh, those are out already. So if you're listening to this, you can go get that right now. Um, there is a, a game called Disney Disney Magical World 2 Enchanted Edition. Uh, that was a 3DS game and it's getting a Switch release at some point. 
Um, and KOTOR, Knights of the Old Republic, not the remake that's coming out for PlayStation 5, uh, but the original is coming to Switch on November 11th. If you haven't played that game yet and don't want to wait for the for the remake, I definitely recommend getting your hands on it. It is one of Bioware's very best. Dying Light 2 is getting a cloud version. That means that if you own it on Nintendo, you can go play a cloud version for souped up hardware. Uh, given some of the latency issues, I think this is going to be a tough sell. I think uh, uh, first person parkour and zombie action is a little tough to do with any sort of latency. Uh, but hey, if you're into that, if the Switch is really the only thing you own and Dying Light 2 sounds great to you, that is coming out on October 12th. Triangle Strategy. Not just a working title, it is the actual title of the upcoming RPG from the folks that made Octopath Traveler. Uh, That game is coming out on March 4th, 2022. And for folks who uh, maybe think that Octopath Traveler is not the best looking game, I was in that camp. I think that game's kind of ugly. I'm sorry. Uh, I think Triangle Strategy looks better. I think they've actually really perfected this kind of um, tilt-shifted 3D, 2D kind of thing. Um, and it uh, it looks pretty cool. So I'll, I'll definitely check that out when it comes out. Uh, a new Metroid Dread uh, trailer came out. That game launches very, very, very soon, October 8th. Uh, the OLED Switch is going to be released around the same time. Uh, that's a really big one-two punch for folks who are wanting to get back into Metroid. The folks that got their hands on the preview build of Metroid Dread have all said it rules, and I can't wait to play it. Uh, Nintendo Switch Online, this is pretty big news, is getting an update uh, with Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis games. This this uh, new expansion pack will be basically a new membership tier of the, uh, the Switch Online um, uh, program. Uh, so that means you'll have to pay more if you want to play in 64 in Genesis games, but whatever. Um, but the cool thing is that Nintendo 64 games will include four player online, uh, uh, play. So if you want to, I don't know, play, uh, Mario Kart 64 for whatever reason, you can play with four players online, which I think is pretty cool. Um, In addition to the actual expansion pack for the Nintendo 64 and Genesis games, Nintendo will be releasing Genesis and N64 wireless controllers. That means, yes, Nintendo will be making a Sega Genesis controller, which, like, can you imagine being told that in 1991? Uh, Anyway. Those are cool. They'll probably be too expensive, but if you have to play uh, those games with their original controllers, you'll be able to do that. Um, A really underrated uh, group of games, the Shadowrun games on PC, are getting the trilogy treatment uh, that is coming out on Switch. Uh, And those games are really cool. If you've never played one of those Shadowrun games, I think they're really good RPGs, um, really tactical, really feels good to play them. Um, And then there's the uh, Castlevania Advanced Collection, which uh, also includes Dracula X, uh, was announced and is out today, not only for Switch, but other consoles as well um act razor can you believe this act razor is getting uh got a remake um and remaster remake it's almost like a remake it's pretty pretty overhaul from its original snes days uh it's called act razor renaissance it is out now uh which is pretty pretty wild and you can toggle between its old music and also the uh the remake music 
Deltarune Chapter 2 is out for Switch now. Um, when we've played, we've played Deltarune Chapter 2 already. You can read the review over at fanbyte.com. It is a continuation of Toby Fox's uh, Undertale saga. Deltarune uh, Chapter 1 came out a few years ago. Now Deltarune Chapter 2 is out. You can complete uh, what has been played, what has been created so far. And it seems like there is more to come. Um the Super Mario movie got an update from uh, Shigeru Miyamoto himself, and they announced a ton of casting uh, dates. So Illumitune, excuse me, not Illumitune, Illumination, the folks that make those Minions movies, yep, uh, they're making the movie. It's coming out in holiday 2022, so it'll be December 21st in the U.S., so that's a big Christmas tentpole project that they're expecting, uh, and the cast is unbelievably ridiculous uh we kind of freaked out about it on stream you can go to twitch.tv slash fanbite uh to watch the vod of that very very funny stream of funky and nikki uh but these are not jokes i'm just going to lay out who is who chris pratt is going to be mario i'll let that sink in for a second in case you uh hadn't heard that already but chris pratt will be mario and he's working on his italian accent apparently and uh, released a video that actually seemed kind of weird to me. Anyway, Chris Pratt is Mario. Um, anyway, he's going to be talking a lot, according to Shigeru Miyamoto in his quote, working on the voice. I'm terrified. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy is going to be Princess Peach, which, like, that's fine. I don't know. That's fine casting. She's cool. Charlie Day will be Luigi. Charlie Day, of course, is from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and many other things. Uh, Bowser is going to be played by Jack Black, which, that's cool. I like Jack Black. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key will be Toad. I think Danielle Riando should have been Toad, but no one asked us. Um, and the, I don't know, the funniest thing I think I've ever seen is Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. That's right. Seth Rogen will be Donkey Kong in the new Mario movie. Uh, Charles Martinet is going to be in the movie, uh, but as surprise cameos, most people are expecting that Charles Martinet might play Wario uh, if he makes some sort of cameo appearance. Who knows? Uh, that is a jam-packed cast, and Shigeru Miyamoto has apparently collaborated very closely with the Illumination folks for this movie in case you were worried that it wouldn't be authentically Mario enough. Uh, Splatoon 3 got a uh, a new trailer. We did see a bit of the single-player game. Uh, it's definitely got maybe a better sense of actual like location and space and uh, you know less about just kind of jumping into isolated campaigns. Um, and it looks cool. It looks like a really pretty game. Uh, and there is uh, the name of the story mode appears to be Return of the Mammalians, uh, which might be a new race of folks. So it, it showed an inkling turning into a mammal. Uh, so that might, you know, shake things up a bit for the squid kids um the uh the hub city itself for splatoon 3 is called splatsville uh that game is still slated to be out on 20 uh, in 2022 uh the nintendo switch direct uh ended with a brand new uh teaser trailer for bayonetta 3 uh, a lot of folks were excited about this and we saw a lot of gameplay actually uh, with uh, Bayonetta herself has got a new hairstyle. Uh, she shows up, kills some demons in a crowded city uh, and it looks really cool. New outfit, uh, lots of demons. 
Um, and then the trailer ends with a mysterious dude swordsman looking at kind of the action and stuff. No one knows. Listen, you just go watch the trailer itself. There's a lot. If you're a Bayonetta fan, there's something here for everyone. Uh, but that game looks incredible, very cool stuff, and it is coming out in 2022. That's a lot. That's a lot of something Nintendo announced uh, over uh, uh, last week, and it is... Uh, a ton of stuff coming out, not only at the end of this year, but uh, into 2022 as well. So, <sighs> it just never ends, does it? This past week, the European Union proposed a regulation that would require electronics manufacturers to standardize their charging ports to USB-C. Uh, this would be a pretty big change for some manufacturers, like Apple, that currently uses a lightning charger. But it would uh, it would apply to everyone. So phones, tablets, game consoles, headphones made by anyone and sold anywhere in the EU would be forced to uh, comply by this regulation. If passed, uh, companies would have 24 months, that's two years, to adhere to the new rules. Uh, Parliament of the European Union has already voted to ratify a common charger uh, back in early 2020, so everyone expects this uh, proposal to get a lot of buy-in as well. Um, this this is an interesting thing because Apple has been so known to be a proprietary, um, uh, very, very, very proprietary with all of their connectors, all their peripherals, things like this. This would be a very, very big step in a direction where Apple would have to comply to a, uh, a pretty universal standard, at least in one of the major regions in which its electronics are sold. Um, it doesn't say it doesn't mean that, you know, they would have to do this for the U.S. or any other region. Um, but it is an interesting uh, possible move to get Apple and others to use USB-C as a common charging port. Um, USB-C is pretty common uh, these days, like a lot of game consoles, uh, headphones, and a lot of uh, uh, Android devices are using USB-C already, so this wouldn't be a huge leap for most folks, but for folks who have Apple devices and choose to have a ported Apple device, this would be a pretty big departure. Naughty Dog had a celebration for the Last of Us franchise over the weekend, and we didn't learn a ton of new information, if I'm honest, but we did get some new things like uh, there's a statue of Joel that's uh, up for pre-order um, until October 29th, so that'll be out. There's going to be a vinyl record of covers and rarities, uh, which has music performed by Ashley Johnson and Troy Baker. Um, which is which is cool. There's some merch, the new merch, things like that. Uh, there's also the first screenshot that we saw of the last of a show over on HBO. That is, of course, with uh, Pedro Pascal uh, and Bella Ramsey as Joel and Ellie, respectively. Um, that show is in production. It's going to be in production until June of next year. So there's like a ton of time between now and when we'll get to see this show. The thing that we all kind of thought that we would uh, hear about is the multiplayer component of the last of us two, which was split out from the main game. We thought we would know something about it, but actually the news is that there really is no news. In fact, naughty dog put out a statement uh, and I will, I will read that for you. Uh, quote, in short, we're working on it. We see the community comments as many of you clamor for multiplayer and want updates. For now, we'll say that we love what the team is developing and we want to give them the time to build out their ambitious project. We'll reveal more when it's ready. To that end, we've been busy growing our team inside the kennel uh, since The Last of Us Part Two launched and are currently in full swing of hiring for MP-related positions. Hint, hint. So if you or someone you know qualifies for anything you see on our jobs page, 
apply, end quote. Uh, so that's a pretty clear indication that there's still a lot of work to be done on the multiplayer component of uh, The Last of Us Part 2. Um, and yeah, we won't know until uh, we know. <laughs> Naughty Dog's ready to tell us something. Uh, but still, it was a, a fairly successful weekend for folks who are big fans of The Last of Us and The Last of Us Part 2. Remember the game Chorus? Or maybe it's Corvus. It's spelled with a V. But it's it's like Chorus with a V. Anyway, it got a, a a teaser trailer a while back, and it looks like a really interesting, puzzly action adventure exploration spaceship game. Um, it's Deep Silver Fish Labs is the dev for this one. They released an extended trailer for Chorus, uh, telling us about how the the game will work. It'll be a lot of battles, a lot of intergalactic travel, uh, some puzzles with interdimensional enemies watching over you, ship customization. Looks like a pretty cool, ambitious game comes out on December 3rd. So that's sooner than um, I think a lot of us expected. That's going to be out for PC, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S. Um, it's kind of like churches, but I say chiverches. Anyway, I don't know why this is a trend right now, but it, um, but it is... In some Life is Strange news, the remastered collection was supposed to come out uh, this month, but it was delayed into 2022, uh, and now we know exactly when that date will be. It'll be February 1st, 2022, so if you're interested in playing the last, uh, I almost said The Last of Us, uh, the Life is Strange uh, remastered collection, it'll come to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, Google Stadia, and Nintendo Switch then. Uh, the Life is, Life is Strange True Colors is out now. There is a wonderful spoiler cast over on our channel F Feed, which I suggest you listen to when you're done playing that game. We also have a review if you're not sure if you want to play it at all. So please go read that over at fanbyte.com. Uh, last week, Respawn, you know, the makers behind uh, Jedi Fallen Order and Apex Legends and bunch of other really good games including titanfall 2 uh got into a weird thing um one of the community leaders over there at uh community coordinator jason garza over on live live stream um was asked by a fan uh what what might happen with uh, titanfall in the future and uh garza said quote there's nothing there we've got too many games in the works right now um, in quote. So <laughs> that's a direct response to being asked if Titanfall three is in production or will ever be in production. Um, and this is like pretty standard, understandable answer. I think they probably get this question a lot. I think EA is expecting them to turn out a lot of licensed things that other studios aren't as good at putting out. Like, you know, they released one of the best star Wars games in recent memory. Um, and they're a pretty good, reliable studio for doing a big ambitious project projects that AAA uh, publishers need developers to make anyway no one is saying that they wouldn't want a uh, Titanfall 3 to happen because Titanfall 2 is one of the best first person shooters ever made uh, not only was the multiplayer great but the single player campaign is one of the best ever um, anyway, Garza gave an answer that basically said, Hey, we're working on too much, too many other things. Respawn's Twitter account later, uh, <laughs> later said, quote, contrary to what folks are reporting, Titanfall is the very core of our DNA. Who knows what the future holds ellipses in quote. I mean, I guess that answer makes more sense than saying like, there's nothing there. Like Garza said, but 
I don't know. I think like hedging your bet and saying Titanfall is the core of our DNA, but also probably acknowledging that that's not coming anytime soon is kind of a weird thing. Anyway, Titanfall uh, developer Respawn got mad at Respawn for saying something that Respawn said about Respawn's game Titanfall 2. Anyway, that's I know that doesn't seem like news, but I always think it's funny when a, a publisher developer like does this to itself community people don't get paid enough that's what i think because those community folks are out there and they give a response they give a response that they think is you know fairly firm but also diplomatic enough and blah 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 but still um it just takes one tweet to basically be like yeah that that person didn't know what they were talking about which is kind of weird anyway let's uh hey let's get ready for what's coming up next week week's game releases are all about quantity over quality and that's not to say that there aren't some good games here but there are just a lot of them that we need to get through so here we go on september 28th we've got a bunch of games coming out uh starting with chernobylite for uh ps4 and xbox one it's a first person chernobyl thing you know if you've seen one you've seen most of them the best one of those is Stalker. But hey, Chernobylite could be really cool. I have no idea. I haven't played it yet. But that's coming out this week. Uh, G Darius HD is coming to PS4 and Switch. Uh, Ghost Runner, the very cool first-person parkour ninja thing that's on PC, is coming to PS5 and Xbox Series X on September 28th as well. And Sound Mind is coming to PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X. Limnus Gate is coming to P- PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S, and X. Xbox One and the New World, uh, the Amazon MMO that has been uh, hugely anticipated, and the beta is actually uh, pretty well received, even with folks that were super skeptical uh, skeptical about the MMO, which has gone over many many delays and changes over the years. That is finally out on September 28th as well. And the expansion to Outer Wilds, Echoes of the Eye, is out for PC, PS4, and Xbox One on uh, September 28th. Uh, That is super exciting. It'll be really interesting to see how an expansion uh, integrates into that world, which works like an incredible clockwork machine. And it feels like any little piece of newness could totally throw everything into oblivion. And that's that's actually why I'm super interested to play it. Uh, on September 29th, we have Guardians of Hylor. That's on PC. Insurgency Sandstorm comes to PS4 and Xbox One also that day. And Samudra uh, coming to PC on September 29th. Um, Aeon Drive is a game that uh, we may do some reporting about on fanbyte.com at some point soon. Uh, for PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox uh, Series X, Xbox One, and Switch on September 30th. Bonfire Peaks also coming out on September 30th for PC, PS5 ps4 and switch uh bubble bobble for friends the baron's workshop is coming to uh, pc on september 30th darksiders 3 is coming to nintendo switch on september 30th demon skin also that day comes to ps4 xbox one and switch Hot Wheels Unleashed, which looks like a genuinely cool, fun arcade racer. It comes to PC, PS5, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, PS4, and Switch on September 30th as well. Industria is a a strategy game coming to PC on September 30th. I said it's a strategy game. I'm going to Google in real time to see if I'm correct about that because it just seems like it sounds like a strategy game. 
It sounds like a strategy game, but we're going to go. Nope. I'm being told it's a first person shooter. Folks, I'm so sorry. It is Industria is a first person shooter. Takes place in East Berlin in a parallel reality. I apologize to the Bleak Mill uh, developer and head up publisher for getting it wrong, for assuming Industria was a strategy game. Apologies. It's a first person shooter. And it looks, honestly, it looks pretty cool. It's the first time I've heard about it, but looks neat. Um, Jurassic World Aftermath Part 2 is an Oculus VR game that is coming to uh, Oculus, of course, on September 30th. Uh, The Last Friend, uh, which we may also write about up on the site, is coming to PC and Switch. And Rogue Lords is coming to PC on September 30th. Uh, Going into October, because we're going to hit October soon enough, uh, FIFA 22, the yearly entry in EA's uh, uh, best-in-class uh, footy game the competitor to this year's eFootball uh is coming to PC PS5 PS4 Xbox Series X and Xbox One. Woo! That's a lot. Uh if you recall the next week uh after that uh we've got Alan Wake remastered and a bunch of stuff like Jet the Far Shore so definitely uh, the next week after the uh, week after this one's pretty pretty major so we'll be back next week to go over all of those releases and much much more. Um Midnight Mass is a a Netflix series uh, that's out right now. It is uh, very scary. I watched about uh, I watched most of the first episode and I was very scared. Uh, So if you like to be scared, that show is pretty scary. Um, And I think that's going to about do it for streaming service stuff. Uh, I want to do a streaming service deep dive for the fall in a couple of weeks. I may have a special guest for that. Uh, But in the meantime, you should check out podcastnet.work for all of our podcasts. They're incredible. Uh, I love them all. Um, I especially am a big fan of 99 potions. It's not just because I'm on it, but it's because it's an RPG podcast and it's very, very good. Uh, coming up on the website, uh, I know we're going to have a lot of changes at the end of October, but in September, uh, not so much. In this week, you, there's really not a whole lot going on except for the usual stuff. It's kind of a quiet week in terms of game releases, as you just heard. So we may not have a ton of like groundbreaking stuff, but I think we're going to do some streams over at twitch.tv slash fanbyte. We'll probably look at Hot Wheels Unleashed because that looks like a lot of fun. Someone may play Outer Wilds because we're all really big fans of that game. Uh, so definitely check back in on that and we're going to get back on a much more, uh, consistent streaming schedule, probably in the second half of this week till the rest of the year, we had taken a bunch of concurrent vacations. We went on that retreat. We did a whole bunch of stuff that kind of took us away from our streaming environments, but now most of us are back and ready to go. Anyway, I don't, you didn't ask for that information, but if you like fanbite, I'm giving you that information because that's what we're up to. (laughs) That's going to do it for this week's episode of TFTK. I really appreciate everyone's patience with all my travel and kind of the late episodes and they've been a little bit shorter than usual. We're going to get back on a fairly normal uh, cadence and also interview uh, schedule 
uh, starting uh, with next week's episode. So thanks again for your patience, everyone. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do so over at Floppy Adult. If you want to follow my wonderful producer, Paul Tamayo, you can do so over at Polly Mayo. Please listen to his excellent podcast, The Optional, also on the Fanbyte Podcast Network. Again, you can go to fanbyte.casa to join our Discord. Our Discord is wonderful. There are a lot of wonderful people there. There's a pets channel. People just post their pets all day, and it's great. It's the best place on the internet. Pets channel of our Discord, the Fanbyte Discord, fanbyte.casa. Come hang out. Uh, Until next week, you're welcome. good everybody i'm your host khalif adams of the spawn on me podcast the premier podcast spotlighting people of color in the video game industry join us every week for news previews and reviews around all the games that you care about in the video game industry we do all of that with a smidge of nuance while we tackle hard conversations through a prism of blackness make sure you're checking out our show every week here on the fan bite podcast network